Good morning. One of Loudoun's defining features, that being the divide between the rural west and suburban east, is written into county policy in part with the transition policy area. It's one of the hallmarks of Loudoun's comprehensive plan, sort of unique to it, and sits between east and west, and has become a very freighted term when we talk about development. And as the County Planning Commission works on a new comprehensive plan, they've debated doing away with it. For Monday, September 10th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. When the county last updated its comprehensive plan in 2001, it created the transition policy area that, quote, will serve as a separation between the suburban and rural policy areas and that has a transition of uses, incorporating elements of both suburban and rural design to create truly unique countryside developments. It comprises about 36 square miles and divides the county from north to south around Leesburg and then turns to the east and runs along the county's southeastern border. It covers a bit less than 7% of the county's area. Its western edge is the urban growth boundary, beyond which central water and sewer are not allowed. It has also become a defining feature of Loudoun's planning and development, and has been the site of some of Loudoun's most hotly contested development battles, like when supervisors narrowly voted to allow a data center complex in the transition policy area next to Goose Creek and Sicklin Road. It has come to be both a practical and symbolic edge between the county's suburban and urban development and its rural west. And as Loudoun County Planning Commissioners worked on a new comprehensive plan last week, they contemplated doing away with the words transition policy area. Commission Chairman Cliff Kearse said ever since the transition policy area was created, it's been nothing but a battle, and he would prefer to see the name go away. Commissioner Fred Jennings said it's been hijacked for various reasons, political or otherwise, and he said the new plan's policy language in that area needs to change. And in the words of Commissioner Kathy Blackburn, quote, It was originally meant for a holding pattern for future development, but it was really more of smoke and mirrors and became a buffer between the east and west, and so it would be great if we could get rid of it, end quote. Other commissioners worried that doing away with the transition policy area is a bad idea or politically untenable. Commissioner Jim Sicily said if the word transition is the problem, he doesn't have a problem with doing away with it, but he said the problem is really a lack of a uniform definition for the area that is broadly accepted in both the planning and political circles. Ultimately, the commission voted not to ditch the transition policy area, but changes are still coming to that area. The new plan is based largely around what's called place types, which move away from geographically separating different types of land use. Instead, place types emphasize a cohesive vision for building an area with more flexibility about what is actually inside all those matching buildings. They reflect a move away from office parks and suburban sprawl toward integrated mixed-use developments like you might see at one Loudoun or Loudoun station. The transition policy area is also on track for more construction, with commissioners and county planners targeting parts of the area for industrial or residential growth. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story.
In other news, a former insurance agent from Ashburn has been sentenced to federal prison for a fraud scheme that cost the victim about $182,000. 41-year-old Simia Cunningham has been sentenced to serve two years in prison. According to court records and evidence at trial, Cunningham was an agent and licensed representative of the Western Reserve Life Assurance Company of Ohio, a company that issued life and other forms of insurance. In April 2014, she sold a life insurance policy to a close friend that included an accelerated death benefit option that allowed them to claim the proceeds before they died if they were ever diagnosed with a terminal illness. Two months later, the person was diagnosed with a terminal illness. Cunningham launched a scheme to fraudulently get the proceeds of the policy for herself. She changed the contact information on the policy to her information, changed the beneficiaries on the policy from her friend's family members to her own friends, and submitted a claim for the accelerated death benefit without the victim's knowledge or consent. Western Reserve paid the claim, and because the contact info had been changed to Cunningham's information, the check was mailed to Cunningham's residence. Cunningham then deposited the money into her own account and then transferred the bulk of the money through several other accounts, apparently trying to prevent the transaction from being reversed, according to the evidence. She was convicted by a federal jury on February 1st and sentenced Friday. Loudoun County could be shifting the cost of maintaining state-required stormwater management facilities to property owners. Okay, what am I talking about? The state requires builders to put in facilities to handle runoff from storms. Loudoun is the only county in Northern Virginia that pays to maintain underground stormwater facilities at commercial properties, but that could change going forward. These are typically storage chambers several feet in diameter and hundreds of feet long which hold and slowly release water. They're built by private industry on private property and are more expensive than other types of stormwater control facilities. They're typically used to maximize the area where a developer can build since they're buried underground and can go under parking lots and so forth, unlike a stormwater pond. According to the Department of General Services, the county government pays to maintain and repair those and is on the hook for 34 of them. That can be expensive. According to the report, the county recently spent $550,000 repairing a collapsed facility, and the Department of General Services is preparing to spend more than $2 million reinforcing that and two other facilities. Fairfax only maintains underground stormwater facilities on public property, and the Prince William County government will not accept responsibility for any underground stormwater facility. Loudon also cleans pervious pavements and pavers, which are designed to replace typical parking lots and sidewalks. They allow water to drain through into underground facilities. If they're not cleaned, they can clog up and stop working, and if they're not cleaned with special equipment, they can break and stop working. Other county governments do clean those, but as part of a street sweeping program. Here in Loudon, the county only does street sweeping on its own county-owned property. The county will keep taking care of the facilities it already handles, but going forward, they may not accept responsibility for any more. Some people, like Supervisor Ron Meyer, are worried that will put too much cost on property owners like homeowners associations. Vice Chairman Ralph Bonas said the taxpayers are paying for facilities built by developers to maximize their own development. Supervisors unanimously instructed the county staff to draft amendments to county ordinances. If supervisors decide to move ahead with these new rules, they'll first have to go to a public hearing. And Leesburg's Bee Donut is taking its sweet treats east to Ashburn. The donut shop will open a long-term pop-up location in a shipping container at One Loudon. It will be one of two 200-square-foot shipping containers making up One Loudon's four corners across from Matchbox Restaurant and behind Uncle Julio's. The containers will have glass fronts and hardwood floors with outdoor seating. No business has yet been announced for the other shipping container. 
Speed Donut opened its first store in Baltimore, became popular in Loudoun with their home deliveries. They opened a location on Loudoun Street in downtown Leesburg in December 2016. Since then, they've turned up in several other places around the region. Their location and one Loudoun is scheduled to open by the end of September. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On the Get Out Loudon calendar, tomorrow is Next Generation Security Concepts' second annual charity golf tournament to support the Round Hill Volunteer Fire Department. It's at Stonely Golf and Country Club tomorrow from 8.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. And Old Ox Brewery will host Science on Tap at the Loudon County Public Library from 6.30 to 7.30. This month, they'll dive into pharmaceutical drug discovery to find out how drugs are developed and why we don't have a cure for everything. So swing on by, get a beer and some science. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, get yourself and four of your friends elected to the County Board of Supervisors to constitute a majority and create a podcast policy area in our office in Leesburg to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Okay.